This is Steal This Sermon number 212, The Hitchhiker's Tale. It's just another lazy night at Hart's Bar. You may know it as the premier dive bar on the mean streets of Chi-Town Southside. The crowd here was bigger than usual. The regulars, plus the remnants from the fans of a ZZ Top cover band that had played earlier. This meant that the crowd had a handful of college students from nearby St. Zav's slumming it at hearts, trying to absorb some of that famous South Side grit. They would indeed get a big helping of the grit that their parents had spent two decades trying to keep them away from. The regulars tolerated these intruders as a necessary evil that helped Gil keep the bar open. Usually these punk kids watched and listened from a safe distance. Tonight, maybe driven by the groove, ZZ Tops, driving groove, a group of Zavvies came over to the bar and bought a round for two regulars, Tom and Dave, and invited them over to their table, hoping to gain some blue-collar street vibe that they could make their own. Boy, did they get it in spades. The leader of the Zavi Pack showed off for his peers by saying, So, Tom, what do you know that I don't know? They were impressed. Tom, not so much. Tom looked at the group and said, Well, I know this. I know that not one of you has the slightest clue of what it means to belong to a tribe. Your life has been too easy for you to learn that. Scoffs all around. Sure we know what a tribe is. We're part of the towns we came from, part of the soccer teams we play on, part of the... Tom cut him off. You don't even know what the heck a real tribe is. Unlike Dave and I, you've lived such a protected life that you've never had the chance, much less the need, to prove your worth to any group. You are cursed to live in a time and a place where nothing dangerous ever happens. Nothing interesting ever happens, really. But isn't that a good thing, asked one of the lads. No, it most definitely is not, said Tom. In fact, over the million years since our ancestors crawled down out of the trees, it is a brand new thing. Never happened before. Now... It's my turn to ask you a question. How do you become an adult in a society that doesn't ask you for sacrifice? How do you become a man in a world that doesn't require courage? How? One of the very woke female students smugly chimed in. Why did you say man and not person? Tom nodded and said, because you gals... Bad term, no doubt, but you get the idea. We'll all go through an insanely violent and painful ritual of passage into your tribe. An initiation none of these guys will endure, nor will they ever really understand it. You're going to give birth. Did you learn this fact at St. Zav's? The Incas have several different heavens. Seven of them, I think. One of the highest ones is reserved for warriors who die in battle and mothers who die in childbirth. You, young ladies, 
will be called on to risk your life for another, to endure pain, to sacrifice for the larger group, to fully enter the tribe in blood and pain. This party was really not going as planned, so the head Zavi asked Dave, so how do you avoid our so-called predictable easy life? Dave mulled it over and said, well, Tom found his tribe in the rice paddies of Vietnam. But as for me, I found mine on a freeway entrance ramp in Green River, Wyoming in 1983. How's that? Asked an eager young man. Dave smiled at Tom and said, maybe they are here to learn something from us old goats. So he began. My life at that point, at which I'm just about roughly your age, was not going to test me. Wasn't going to test me in my hometown anyway. So I made a choice. I chose to put myself in a situation where I'd have very little control. You have way too much control in your lives. I decided to hitchhike to California. A decent substitute for crawling around in rice paddies like Tom. What happened in Green River, asked the girl. Well, there I was. My thumb was out. Semis hurtled by, as did pickups with hard men who stared at me as they drove past. A few of them rolled down the window and tossed beer bottles at me. Not much aim these guys had, though. All I had in my backpack was a tent, sleeping bag, propane canister, stove, and a week's worth of food. I was both totally free and totally subject to others. I wasn't safe, but God, I was free. Sounds awful, says the verbose young man. You were out of control of your own life. He went on. Well, after an hour of standing there with my seemingly invisible thumb, I noticed a guy walking toward me on the down ramp from town. Now, there was no good reason to walk this way, I'm thinking. From a distance, I saw that he was wearing worn, greasy bib overalls and carried a metal lunch bucket. He walked up, stood right in front of me, just stared at me. His hair was matted and his few teeth were yellow. His t-shirt looked so worn, it looked like somebody had peppered it with BB shot. I was young, I was alone, and I watched him like a hawk, waiting. He asked me where I was headed. California. How much food you got, he growled. Now, I had plenty of food in my rucksack, a week's worth, and clearly he didn't have much. Now, I thought, I, I, I'll give food to anybody who was hungry, but I wasn't going to stand for getting robbed, and that sure looked like what was going on here. Boy, am I thirsty, Dave said. Kid Growl shouted to Gil, Get us another round! Dave smiled and went on. Anyway, I said, I got a little cheese. I stood there. I lied. I stood there ready to fight, but he shook his head. Can't get to California on a little cheese. 
You need more than that. It turned out that he lived in a broken down car in town. Every morning he walked three miles to a nearby coal mine to see if they needed fill-in help. Some days they did. Today wasn't one of those days. So, I won't be needing this, he said, opening his black lunchbox. I saw you from town and I wanted to make sure you were okay. The lunchbox had a bologna sandwich and an apple. It had probably come from some local church. I had no choice but to take it. I thanked him. I put the food in my pack for later. I wished him luck. He snorted, turned, and made his way back to Green River. I thought about him the rest of the trip. Heck, I've thought about him the rest of my life. He'd been generous. Lots of people are generous. What made him different was that he had taken responsibility for me. He spotted me from town and walked a half a mile out a highway to make sure that I was okay. This guy understood the idea of tribe in a way that I did not have a clue as to at that point in my life, just as you don't have a clue now. He felt compelled to share the last of his food with me. For reasons I will never know, his life had brought him to a, a point where he decided to treat me like a member of his tribe. I was part of him in his eyes, not just some schlub on the side of the road who was easy to ignore, easy to forget. Tom took over. So, our advice is to find yourself a real tribe. You have a choice in this life between a feather bed, which is all you guys have known, and a tightrope, which Dave and I both were lucky enough to find. The default in America today is a feather bed. A tightrope is what God wants you to be. Just think about it. Jesus started out with a tribe of 12 guys. He didn't play it safe, didn't preach to garden club ladies in leafy suburbs. He preached to grubby people, sick people, crippled people. Some people loved him. Lots of people hated him. It was a tightrope. He made himself part of a tribe that he gave everything to, including in the end his very life. So can you. You really ought to check out Jesus' game plan. You could also stop here and stop here at Bar Hearts and learn from real warriors about their tribes, folks who've walked on real tightropes because that was the path to their eternal human quest for meaning. No other quest is worth taking. The same is true for you. The same is true for me. Jesus infected his pot his posse with that quest and they in turn infected the whole world although to tell you the truth to me that candle seems pretty darn dim nowadays take a look around hearts though every guy here has either been the hitchhiker or the guy in the greasy bibs but we all found a tribe 
You can belong to a tribe too. Just stick out your thumb instead of calling Uber. And so ended the gospel according to hearts. Amen. Alleluia.